Welcome to Cat's Crypto Peepcast. Revealing reviews, titillating tech talk, never, ever financial advice. In this very juicy episode, Cat's Crypto Peepcast became Cat's Crypto Peachcast on National Eat a Peach Day. Proof of Peach is an adult content platform launching on Solana September 1st, and I myself have a history in the adult industry, so this was a very entertaining conversation, especially at the end. So grab yourself a snack and the beverage of your choice and enjoy. We've got uh, Proof of Peach here, which I believe is the co-creator, co-founder. Is there any title that I'm leaving out there for you, Peach? Just no, I'm just the CEO and co-founder of Proof of Beach. Yeah, nice. And then we've got Ape Brooker here, and Ape, you are the marketing lead for Proof of Peach, correct? That is correct. Fantastic. Well, it's very nice to meet you. Um, I have been super excited to do this AMA with you guys as someone coming from the adult industry, because typically a lot of the porn projects you see on the blockchain are operating based off of hype. They're owned by non-industry people, um, and they're really not interested in serving the adult community or the content creators at all. Um, and this is not that type of project at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is this is really great. I'm glad you I'm glad you guys joined me today. Um, so I began myself. I began coming back in 2010, and I'm still in the business. I'm semi-retired. Thank you. Thanks to crypto. Um, I did video work, I did some DOM work, and sold panties, like every, everything that you can do online in the adult industry from home, basically, I've done. Um, and really, the adult industry is why I got into crypto, because back in 2018, I was beta testing for um, Spankchain, their cam site, which was, was their, their focus at the time. Um, they're still around, they're still a payment processor for the adult industry. Um, but yeah, they're, they're the ones that like got me into DeFi that taught me how to set up a MetaMask wallet that taught me how to use radar relay to swap my spank token for, um, for, you know, wrapped ether. And if anyone's not familiar with that, that was like a wallet to wallet Dex back in the day. Um, so yeah, I have, I have the adult industry to thank for being in crypto actually. So Spank chain was like, if I'm not mistaken, they were one of the earliest liquidity providers for Uniswap. And I was the reason that I got the the Uniswap airdrop. And I didn't even know about that shit until early 2021. So I had like this big fat bag of Uniswap to sell so I could start degening into shit. So really, like when I say thank you to the adult industry, it's like, thank you for allowing me to survive since 2010. Thank you for getting me into crypto. So it's like, it's full circle. Here I am doing this AMA with you guys. So uh, it's a pleasure, really. I'm really excited about this. Um, so before we get into it, this AMA is made possible by Cat's Crypto Peep Show VIP Room Experience, which was just launched on August 11th. This is the private area of my Discord where we put community and values first. I'm not getting naked in there yet, but who knows what the future will hold. Um, anyone who auditions and is accepted for VIP by September 8th receives a 14-day free trial and the OG VIP peep role 
which you will have forever, even if you cancel and come back later. This gives you special perks and benefits for everything that the Peep Show comes out with in the future, be it NFTs, tokens, etc. You can find a link to the audition pinned up in uh, inside of this space and anywhere on my Twitter. And um, we also have Peep Show Welfare coming up this week where we're going to be giving one person per month a free month membership plus $25 in crypto to do with whatever, to do whatever they like with it. So um, without any further ado, let's get to the main event, which is proof of peach. So uh, peach, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background in the adult industry? Because you share a bit of the same history as myself. I would love to hear more about that. Yeah. So um, way back in 2013, I chose it 2012. Yeah, somewhere around there. I um I was 18. I was freshly 18 and I started doing cam grilling. Um and from there I, I became a stripper and um along this journey I learned a lot of like the hardship, I guess, of like being a sex worker. I learned a lot of the joy and a lot of the like experience was really positive and, and gave me a lot of confidence and I would honestly say fundamentally built my ability to be who I am today. But I also learned a lot of, like, the restrictions and the issues. Um, I had, like, a, a fan purchase a night from me on, like, Skype away from the webcam modeling site. And he paid me via PayPal. And he did this for, like, three nights in a row. And then he charged back on the last night. And I lost all of my money. Um, I just had a lot of, like, learning experiences that I think a lot of sex workers kind of go through. Uh, whether that's through, like, payment processors issues or, like, you know, the website not taking down your content when you ask them to. Just just a lot of shit like that. Um, and from there, I ended up actually uh, becoming a Twitch partner. Um, at the same time that I was stripping, I was, like, streaming on Twitch. And I kept my sex work life pretty private. Like, I didn't tell people that I was doing it. I told them I was a bartender. Um, I got partnered in 2015. And from there, I got recruited to work at a company called Bebo, which later got acquired by Twitch. And that was really my first foray into, like, what, what, like, it looked like to work at a company and what, like, product work looked like. And it's kind of how I discovered my love of product work. And I ended up working at FetLife, which is, like, kinky Facebook. Um, it has, like, 10 million signups or something crazy like that last, last I was there, which was, like, in 2018. So big numbers there. Um, and so I built a whole system there um, for them because they actually couldn't, process credit card payments at the time they like violated a lot of visa and mastercards two paragraph very vague rules and so my job was to re-enable their credit card processing and figure out ways around like those rules that were not very specific but were somehow like limiting us from getting paid um and so i did that and in the process i ended up like we built private groups because you could hide content behind private groups because like the chances of the auditors like going into a private group or getting accepted were slim but we couldn't hide profiles. So anybody's profile who mentioned that they were like a pro dom or a pro sex worker, like professional sex worker, they ended up getting removed from the site because of the, the system that I built, which like killed me inside as an ex-sex worker. And, and you really never stop being a sex worker, I should clarify. I did go back and do OnlyFans later. Um, and so that really broke me in a lot of ways. And when, when I left that team, it was like both very sad because it was my dream job, but also like kind of a relief on the moral side from like my morals. Uh, they felt like they weren't being strained every day, which is really nice. And then from there, I ended up working at Near Protocol, um, which is a crypto uh, like blockchain. It's like its own blockchain. And I um, wasn't going to join. I thought that crypto was a scam. 
and I was like two weeks into like my contract and contract to hire and I was like not going to say yes and somebody mentioned how like blockchain enables censorship resistant payments through things like spank chain which did exist at the time and I was like what does this mean lock me in and they're like yeah it means that like sex workers can get paid and I was like holy shit sign me up like this is this is no longer a scam this is my life's work and so um, from there, I worked there for over a year. I, you know, built products like, um, you know, NFT marketplaces that were open source and um, published my first NFT on like Peros, which has now been removed. It was like me doing pole fitness content with my booty and like astrology signs over it. And now if I go look it up, it's like censored and removed, which is really sad because it just shows that that's not a decentralized marketplace on Peros. Um, and it shows that like, you know, that just breaks my heart a little bit because it means that censorship is still alive and well on the blockchain as long as you're publishing on centralized places, which is a big problem in my mind. Um, and from there, I ended up working in Solana um, at one of the biggest projects on Solana. I started working there almost a year ago or over a year ago. Exactly. If you can figure out which project it is, please do not dox me. And I was there, had a product and a co-founder there. And, and then um, now I'm here and I'm still like working on that project on Solana while working on Proof of Peach, which is why I'm not doxed. And that is my story. I'm a product person. I'm a product nerd. I'm a sex worker at heart and a sex worker by trade and in my past. And I'm here to make sure that sex workers are no longer, like they have options other than OnlyFans and cam sites that are taking advantage of them and um, payment processors that don't want to work with them. Like my job, in, my life's mission is to create this platform where sex workers have an option to get paid safely, securely, and also publish content that like they want to publish. That is excellent. And, you know, you, you bring up a really important point. There, there is a lot of bullshit that comes along with working in the adult industry. It's stigmatized. You get taken advantage of a lot. You get ripped off, whether it's by platforms or by people doing chargebacks. Um, you, deal, you deal with a lot of assholes. But I guess, you know, a lot of industries, you deal with a lot of assholes. But, yeah, there, there is a lot that comes along that people don't – they don't consider it, I think. Like, a lot of people don't, don't – First of all, they think we all started OnlyFans back when COVID came around, but no, we've been doing OnlyFans longer than that, and they just think that we're like just a bunch of sluts that don't pay our taxes. But no, there's more to it, everyone. So also, we, it, we typically do pay our taxes. <laughs> we do. Like I, yeah, I've been, you know, yeah, I got the first the first time I hired an accountant was to pay my my camming taxes. So yeah, we pay your fucking taxes. Should always get on my nerves. Um, so I also wanted to ask you guys. Uh, I, I see that today is National Eat a Peach Day. I did see that on your Twitter earlier, and I, I retweeted that. So what did you guys do to celebrate National Eat a Peach Day today? Um, well, I'm going to jump in because I got to thoroughly enjoy some lovely stone fruits. I am very big on peaches, whether it is a white peach, a yellow peach, a donut peach. So I got fully involved with some peaches today man that sounds amazing i uh i edited some content of somebody eating a peach um yeah if they want to reveal who it was they can but um i i uh i edited it and i put it up I, i sent it over and we got it published it was good was that for that tweet that i just mentioned yes nice i liked it it worked very well i did like that a lot um, okay, so now that we've all introduced ourselves, tell everyone what exactly is Proof of Peach? Uh, yeah, so Proof of Peach is um, 
a platform where you can publish your peachy content, which means by that I mean like of your booty uh, or your other bits if you want to, um, whatever you want to publish really. And you can publish it on our platform. Um, we have both free and exclusive content. So maybe it's better if I explain how to work. Um, as a fan, you will be able to mint a membership token to each creator that you are a fan of. When you mint that membership token, you're going to get access to their feed, um, their peach feed. And their peach feed has both free and exclusive content. Exclusive content means paid content, in case you're unaware. So you'll be able to like see all the free content and then all the paid content will be blurred out and you'll be able to purchase it with USDC on the Solana blockchain. USDC, for those that don't know, is a stable coin um, cryptocurrency, which means that it's closely tied to the US dollar's value versus like a fluctuating volatile market, which means that when you're paying creators, you're paying them in something that is almost equivalent to the US dollar, very closely tied to it, and thus will not fluctuate or lose value or gain value um, based on the crypto market's volatilities. So that's what um, that's how you'll pay for content. And then you also, like I said, get free content. Um, Proof of Beach is like, it's a solution. It's a, a solution to a lot of the pain that we've seen on a lot of platforms. So um, Discovery, for example, on OnlyFans is non-existent. Like Catherine, I'm sure you can attest to this, but like there's no yes. way for you to be discovered on OnlyFans. People have to know your link. And so um, we are actually building in discovery as part of our platform. We have tagging systems for both your profile. So your profile tags are like, how would somebody find your page, right? And then we have tagging for your content. So if somebody has your profile membership token, uh, you can actually see all of the membership tokens content aggregated into one feed, that's your, your peach feed. And on that feed, you can actually filter based on their content tags to find the specific content that you're looking for at that time. Um, so that's how our discovery built works. So like there's actually a page called all peaches where you can like search for all peaches based on a variety of different categories ranging from, um, their hair color to their body type to their gender. Like there's, I think there's over like 10 different categories of tags that we have and you can filter on these, um, categories to find somebody who fits what you're looking for. Awesome. And we we throw around the term adult content a lot, um, but what what really does constitute adult content? Yeah, so adult content in our minds is anything that somebody who's over 18 wants to publish that has a sexual connotation in our nature. So that could be anything from you reading a crypto white paper in a sexy voice, that's adult content, um, to straight up like getting fucked in the ass and publishing it like that is also adult content um adult content is a wild range of like anything published by an adult that is for adults to consume gotcha yeah and i think that's something that people usually don't realize is that not all porn is nude um a lot of the stuff that i've done especially in the past like a year or i guess a couple years oh jesus like three years now has been like clothed femdom like um there's there's so many things that are within porn, especially because, especially since it's become so like creator led. Uh, there's just so much stuff out there. It's not always fucking. It's not always nude. There's nothing wrong with those things at all. But like, there's there's so much more leeway when it comes to what adult content is. So, so I personally something. am uh, super into like smut. So I read a lot of porn technically, and I'm oh, also yeah, yeah, really yeah. like. I really like the idea of like ASMR as well being this like 
super sensual, you know, element of just like audible, you know, something that just like is turning on so many people right now, which is really cool. Yeah, that's actually something that we've been discussing too, is like, what would it look like for us to be able to add a like an erotica section or like an erotica ability? Because right now it's not a type of content you can upload very easily. And it's also not like one of our um, like tags because we, we built our system more in content like that is visual and, and auditory. But it is something we do want to add is like a way for you to like upload a like a, a file or something like that for people to read like a PDF. I think that's something that like is definitely like on my mind because I personally also consume a lot of erotica. Um, so yeah, I think it's like, how do we make that so you can support creators and do so? Oh my gosh, you guys, honestly, I'm really glad to hear that because like, I'm not, I'm not doxxed by my face in crypto. Right. And I haven't like commingled my two anon personalities together like my camming one and my my crypto one but like i've wanted obviously i have like a kind of sex-led platform in crypto the cats crypto peep show is all like based around like burlesque and and all that stuff but if you guys did like pdfs i could i could upload like task lists for slaves i could do audios i wouldn't have to show my face like i would really i was thinking before this like i could get involved with this platform like you know, I don't have to do like the, the, I don't just show my face, but I could do like the kind of porn stuff that, that I was doing that didn't, but, but just point being, yes, please. <laughs> that would Got be it. Heard. Future request noted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Um, okay. So let's talk about how, why this platform is so important because credit cards suck. Credit card companies, they cause a ridiculous amount of censorship. And censorship is important um, in, in some ways, okay? I'm not going to say that you should be able to have anything and everything on porn platforms. But the words, that like, they censored your words. You can't say certain things. You can't have certain types of content because if you use certain words, your, your content gets flagged. And it's just gotten so ridiculous over the years. So that's one reason why credit card um why this type of payment processing on the blockchain is important it's because the credit card companies are like they're like dictators the interesting thing is there's actually a very small section of u.s law that relates to obscene content online right and so um hang on i'm gonna pull it up because i'm gonna i'm gonna quote it incorrectly if i don't um okay here we go so basically uh, the Miller test is how the U.S. government decides if something is obscene online. And so that's whether there's there's a three-prong test. And if they answer yes to all of these, um, then it's considered obscene. And, and just I'm going to read these and you're going to understand why this is so vague. So it's one, whether the average person applying contemporary community standards would find that the work taken as a whole appeals to the prurient interest. Whether the work, two, whether the work describes or depicts in patently offensive way sexual conduct specifically defined by the applicable state law. And three, whether the work taken as a whole lacks serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Um, I think this is actually a direct quote in my, in my lawyer message with them. And I said, well, that's super unhelpful. Thanks, U.S. government, LMFAO. So like, yes, that's, but that's what the U.S. government said. So with those three prongs, we actually have a lot more leeway than what Visa has and MasterCard. Visa and MasterCard, for example, have like roughly two paragraphs where they're just like, yeah, if we think it's obscene, it's obscene. What the fuck does that mean? There's literally an entire company that exists that their entire job is to like, to, like interpret what that means and then sell that data to companies who are like doing this kind of content. It's a whole nightmare. 
So like our legal team and, and us, we like refined our like content guidelines. There's a lot we can't allow due to U.S. obscenity law because of that three-pronged Miller, Miller rule, right? This is just standard shit. We can't allow like, you know, anything involving bestiality or animals on the page. We can't allow anything involving blood. We can't allow anything involving fecal matter. matter. Like that's that's pretty standard shit, right? We can, however, allow certain things that like you can't allow on like things like OnlyFans, like pee content or golden showers content has been completely eliminated from most porn sites. Um, turns out the rule is not that you can't have golden showers. It's that you can't ingest pee or urine, right? So we're totally allowing like golden shower content as long as it's not being ingested. This is like very basic shit that is like very easy to do. Um, and it's just like, MasterCard and Visa are approached by religious lobbyists who believe that all porn is bad and since those are the people padding their pockets and those are the people in power for them those are the rules that they're following and I personally believe that government should dictate what porn I should see if anybody is going to not my payment processor yeah I mean I'm not a big fan of the government but I'm less fan of a fucking credit card company telling me how to live my life because what the fuck like how, how should they like dictate anything that has to do with my job or how I make how I make my living, you know, it's ridiculous. I don't believe that companies should be able to dictate what you consume on the internet. Exactly, exactly, yeah. All right, well, um, and okay, so I was super happy to find that you guys really you had age verification taken taken care of because some of these projects don't even you know these porn blockchain projects don't even talk about it like they don't even have a solution for it. You guys have an on chain solution for age verification. Um, so can you explain to everyone a little bit or, or how that works? Yeah, so we actually um, are going a step further. So first of all, let's start with the basics. US 2257 code says that we have to have all of our performers IDs um, in a public location, uh, public office where any government official could come knock and say, hey, let me see these records and prove that your creators are over a team. Let me see their IDs. Let me prove this, right? We actually have an office space for this. We just rented it this week. Um, I have a filing cabinet that's locked that I'm moving in there tomorrow for all of our creators stuff. It will not have them printed out. It will have a computer inside of there that accesses all of these on-chain records, right? Um, that being said, all creators have to go what's called with what's called um, age verification through Civic, which is Civic Key is an age verification um, on-chain solution that basically adds a soulbound token to your wallet that says, yes, you're over 18, or no, you're not over 18, right? So when you upload your ID to Civic, it does like a face selfie scan and an ID scan, and it's like, are you over 18? Great, cool, you get this age verification token. Are you not over 18? Great, cool, you don't get it. In fact, I believe our website actually redirects you to like a page that's like, when do I turn 18, <laughs> based on your birthday, um, if you say no, like if it says no, which is hilarious. So here's where it gets really cool, though. We're doing this for creators. We're storing all our IDs. We have all this stuff. We're like 2257 law. However, a lot of these platforms do not care about the fans actually being of age. Not that it's legally required. Legally, the only requirement is that you have a checkbox that says I'm over 18. Legally. Personally, I believe as a creator who did create content and have underage people consume it and message me and harass me over it, that no minor should be able to access a independent creators like page or platform and this is where it gets tricky if you're on Pornhub like I watched I watched porn on Pornhub when I was a minor yes absolutely I think we all did like we can acknowledge that right it sucks it's like not it's kind of grody but it's like the reality but minors should not be able to sub your OnlyFans or be able to like 
reach these private pages where you're connecting with your audience or like reach your exclusive content because that's where things like chargebacks like oh my kid had my credit card or oh this person went to my high school and now I'm 20 and they're 16 and they're like messaging me this creepy horrible shit and threatening to reveal it to my family like whatever it is it's happened it's happened right we're actually doing age verification for fans too because we believe in actually genuinely protecting our creators and this is an aspect that every single porn site in the world that I'm aware of I've never come across one that has asked me to upload my ID to prove I'm over 18 as a fan and that's actually pretty bullshit like Creators are constantly harassed by minors. They are constantly followed by minors. They are minors who are trying to get into their adult spaces. And I don't think that's acceptable. And I don't think we should cultivate that as a community of sex workers. And so I don't think we're going to on proof of pH. That's why we are requiring age verification. I have shown this flow to like adults who are like, oh my God, dude, this would piss me off if I had to go upload my ID when I'm like ready to jerk off. And I'm like, great. I'm sorry to hear it piss you off. Do you know what would piss you off more if you were an adult creator who had a minor like buying your content like it's disgusting it's really violating it makes you feel like a pedophile when you're not one you are not consenting in this scenario to give this minor content and it's horrible like, it's just a horrible feeling so um yeah that's the, we're doing age verification not only for our creators but for our fans as well i think that's huge and you're right it is disgusting and it's dangerous i mean i can't even i don't even want to imagine the implications of having you know your your porn content be in the hands of a minor you know what i'm saying so thank you thank you for doing that i appreciate it um and also the 2257 thing is a huge deal because not all sites take care of this um some sites require you to keep your own 2257 records which when you're working in an industry where you are anonymous and you have to give a public address for these records that means the the records have to be at a separate place like you rented a space for us um but if, if the the site doesn't do that you have to have a third-party provider who is going to keep those records for you which is what i have to use because i'm on like every fucking site imaginable right um so also thank you for that that's that's wonderful that you're taking care of that for the creators um and i wanted to, if you could elaborate a little bit on what a soul bound token is because that's that was actually a new term to me um, so if you, what, what exactly is a soul bound token? And that, and that would be referring to the civic key that is the, the age verification. What does soul bound mean? So it's like a soul bound token. It's not actually a soul bound token. I want to clarify. It's like a soul bound token. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Soul bound tokens are essentially tokens on Ethereum right now that are non-transferable, non-visible in your wallet. Nobody can see them except for a developer checking for it and nobody can touch, transfer, or move them. So it's exactly the same concept. It's just not actually a soul bound token on Solana. Um, but the idea is there's an API that we pull that Civic says, is this person a routine? Yes or no associated with that wallet. And that is not a transferable status. Got it. Well, that answers that question for me. Thank you. Um, so I'm curious, why did you guys choose Solana? I built on Solana for the past year. Um, I've had a fantastic time building on Solana. Yes, it gets a little rough sometimes, but it's always been worth it. The community is thriving. I think the biggest thing, though, is that the onboarding is easy. Onboarding new people to Solana is relatively easy compared to every other chain. You can purchase Solana directly in a phantom wallet through MoonPay. Um, you can get onboarded pretty quickly. Getting a wallet is relatively easy. Like, it's just easy, and we're aiming for mass adoption. So um, we're going to be slow grow. We know that. But, like, we anticipate there's going to be a period in the next three to six months where we're going to take off, like, a rocket ship. 
And when that happens, like we want to be on the chain that can support that. And since Solana is handling the most transactions per second of any blockchain right now, that's the biggest reason. I don't want to cause any drama, but I also feel like it's a great community. I mean, not that the other ones aren't, but I do feel like they're super inviting. They're really open to new people coming in, which makes it easier for people to feel comfortable actually entering into the crypto world. Yeah, facts. Like the community welcoming. Yeah, I mean, I actually agree with all those points. The community is very welcoming. It feels very tight knit somehow, even though it's large. Um, and it is easy. It's easy to onboard to Solana as opposed to say Ethereum or or even like Binance Smart Chain or any of those. So. I agree with you there. Um, and speaking of wallets, you guys are covering all transaction fees. Is that correct? And that actually helps with the process of creating a completely new wallet. If you don't want to have a wallet that's, you know, your porn, your porn viewing wallet, uh, if you don't want it having any, you know, traces to your other ones, you don't have to have any Solana in it. You can view, you know, your free porn because all the transactions will be covered for minting and whatnot. Is that correct? That's totally correct. Yeah. So if you wanted to spin up a brand new wallet, whether you have one or not, you could do that. You could get your aid verification token. You could view your free membership token. You could view all their free porn. Everything is doable on our on our site without any salon in your wallet until you get to the point. Actually, no, I think even if you purchase content, if you load your wallet with USCC instead of Solana, you still don't need Solana for transactions fees for purchasing content. So there is no point in which you will need Solana on our site. We are built on Solana, we love Solana, we support Solana, but we wanted to make this easy to onboard and easy to access. We do recommend having, you know, at least USDC so that you can pay for some exclusive content though, because it's super juicy and you're going to want to have and be ready to be able to do that. It's true. I mean, you could view all the free content you want, but you should be ready, locked and loaded for that paid content as well, because there is going to be some good shit, obviously. Okay. Um, okay. So how will payouts work for the creators? Will there be like a minimum payout amount? Can you request anytime you want on like on OnlyFans? Will there be like a wait time? And how exactly will that work for our creators? They will get paid within a couple minutes of every transaction going through. There is no minimum requirement. There is no waiting period longer than a couple minutes. And that minutes is like literally to allow Mountain Pay, which is what we're using for our payments, um, to split the appropriate payments into the appropriate wallets, which leads me to my next point. Not only is there no minimum, no delay, you can actually split payments with your manager or co-creators on-chain instantly. So if you upload content, and Catherine, let's say you made something with, like, Vicky J, and y'all were both collaborating on this, you could both, like, publish the same content and then add each other as co-collaborator wallets, and every time somebody purchased that on Vicky J's profile, you would get a split, and every time somebody purchased it on your profile, Catherine, you would get us like JVKJ would get a split. Wow, that is hip. I don't think I've ever heard anything like this before. <laughs> so, <laughs> like with such ease. Um, that's great. I love that. Uh, I noticed also that there is a creator referral program, correct? And I assume this is for bringing, is this for models specifically to bring other models onto the platform? How does that work? Yes. Um, so the way that it works is that, um, I'm sorry, can you repeat that one more time? I got it. I'm, I finished swallowing. We're good. <laughs> I um, see that's all we needed then. I was still mm -hmm. I thinking about the content of you and Vicky J um, together and how I'm going to buy that. 
um, so we do have a referral system on chain, uh, or not on chain, but a re referral system on our program that we are looking to make on chain in the future, where every time you refer a creator, the first time they sell their first piece of content, you reduce the percentage that we take from your fees. So we start at 10% for all creators. So we take a 10% cut of everything you make. Um, OnlyFans takes 20% for, for, for reference for those that are kind of like new here and think that sounds high. Like that's actually like 50% cheaper than everything else. Um, that being said, we take 10%. And if you refer somebody and they make their first sale, so they become an eligible referral, you then get to reduce your percentage by 0.1, I think it is, all the way down to 8%. So you can refer 100 creator or 20 creators, 20 creators to get to 8%, as I believe what the number we decided on was. Gotcha. Okay, awesome. All right. So one of my favorite features uh, about like OnlyFans, I1 Clips, Avian Stars, et cetera, is the messaging, the paid messaging. And I know this has been touched on in the past, but I wanted to see if there's been an update um, will you guys have some type of paid messaging feature inside of the platform? The answer is yes in the future. Um, sorry, chewing again. Uh, we did get like um, we have an on-chain messaging encryption service that we're working with. It's actually two companies that work together to make this happen for us, which like warms my heart and my soul. Um, but we're basically going to do on-chain messaging that is like encrypted. So when we can't view it. Only the people with the keys, like only people who can view it, only people who are like it's sent to and only people it's like sent from can view it. Now that does lead to the question though, like what if somebody's sending you like hateful messages? How do we like censor that, right? Because it's encrypted messaging on chain. Um, we're going to build in with this the ability for you to not receive messages from certain people. So you'll like be able to block them from messaging you if they're sending you horrible shit without blocking them from paying you because it's very important that you get paid. Um, and then on top of that, all of these messages are paid, so you'll only be able to unlock the ability to message after you purchase a certain amount of content. And we're working on what that looks like. It's like each each creator would have to decide what that is for them. So, like, maybe Vicky J says, after you purchase, like, $100 of content, you can message me. But maybe you, Catherine, say, after you purchase, like, $50 of the content, you can message me. Whatever it is, right? We'll, like, build that in, and then the messaging will be unlocked for people who have purchased that amount of content, and they'll be able to message you. That's kind of the idea. This may change. This is like heavy alpha. This is like heavily under like still scoping work and like development and like product work. But like we finally have just gotten an affirmation that messaging that is encrypted will be available to us in about two weeks. And so from there, we'll be able to play with it and implement it. And it's my hope that we'll have it implemented by October. Awesome. Heavy, juicy alpha. I love it. And I'd really appreciate the amount of thought that you guys put into this. Like you, you leave no detail like untouched and that's wonderful. And I apologize. We have Jocelyn and Vicky J in here now. I didn't even say hello to you guys. I just invited you on like, you're like, you know, I was going to ignore you, but no, thank you guys for joining. I'm glad that you're here. Jocelyn is a brand ambassador and Vicky J <laughs> is, uh, she's a, I know that she's a content creator on the platform. I'm not sure if you're part of the official team, but I'm glad that you guys have joined us as well. Um, all right. So how has the outreach to models been? Has it, have, has it been well received? Have people seemed reluctant about it? Um, as far as creators, how is that going so far? Um, I'm going to speak to numbers and then I'm going to let Ape and Jocelyn talk on this and, and actually, um, Vicky, cause she's also been doing some outreach numbers wise. We have roughly 30, um, creators that have signed up to be a creator on proof of ph since we've like been marketing this for like less than two months 
So that feels pretty baller to me. <laughs> I'm excited about that. We have some really big names. We have some really like people who are brand new. We have people all across the spectrum and we have a bunch of genders that are like not announced yet, but that are definitely like up applying. It's very exciting. Full clarity. We approve everybody. So if you do apply and you haven't heard from us yet, it's because we're, we're, we're reworking our flow for like getting you guys verified. We don't deny anybody who's not over 18. So this is a true creators platform. It's for all creators, new creators, old creators, creators of all sizes, genders, ages, whatever, except for under 18. I should clarify again, if you're under 18, do not create or improve a peach. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. And then I'm going to let Ape and uh, Jocelyn speak about, and, and Vicky, about what it's like actually messaging creators and like what their reception has been like. I'm going to let Joss take it because she has been really at the forefront of those 30 names. Um, hey guys, so, um, I mean, I feel like I've gotten mixed things, like, I mean, I feel like people either love crypto or they hate it, so, and I definitely have, like, had some girls, like, interested in starting with crypto, like, wondering about it, so, I mean, I've had about, like, maybe every reaction, um for the situations uh crypto is still kind of new you know so people uh and there's like a lot of like um conspiracy theories like oh it's bad for the environment or like oh it's a scam or like you know like oh it's a ponzi scheme like you know, but, like, there's also, like, people who are genuinely curious. Like, I've had, like, a mixture of emotions and things for it. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, even with my, like, crypto-friendly um, adult industry friends, there some of them are, like, everything that's not Bitcoin is, like, a scam, right? Like, shit, all shit coins are a scam. Like, anything that's an alt. So I'm, like, I don't even know, about like, what I can tell them about, you know? Because I feel like they're just going to think everything is a scam. So, yeah, I can totally see, like, some people being on board and just the whole gambit out there, like, of crypto opinions, so. But 30 is good. That's great. Hi, guys. Yeah, actually, um, a few, I honestly started with, you know, girls I'm familiar with and, like, friends I know. But I think a huge selling point for models is telling them that they're going to be paid in U.S. dollar coin and almost instantly. I mean, that's a huge selling point for models. You know, they want to know they're going to get that money. They want to know they're going to be paid in a stable coin, which is obviously equivalent to a dollar. So, I mean, I think that's been really good. Yeah, that is an amazing selling point for sure. Um, so what would you guys say has been the biggest challenge during the, created, the creation of this project? Mm. So the biggest challenge I think has just been like marketing has been a challenge. Uh, we get censored a lot. We get shadow banned a lot. Like the word of proof of peach is getting out is like really hard to get out. Um, I would say also like from my perspective, like I had this dream of like building something that was like more fluid and like more um like more types of content could be uploaded is what I mean by more fluid and like learning that like the U.S. law limited way more than I realized like made me a little sad um won't lie I wanted this to be like a real solution for like real sex workers to build like real platforms on things that they actually like to make and learning that a lot of that content is actually just like not banned but like opens me up to an obscenity lawsuit from the U.S. government which to be fair they haven't done one in like 20 years but like I don't I don't want to risk it you know um doesn't seem worth it for the biscuit 
And so uh, just like learning how many legal like hurdles there were and then like overcoming them in, in various ways. It's been, it's been like climbing a mountain and I feel like I'm getting close to the top. Like I can see the peak. I can see where I'm headed. I can see like, the, it's like, it's like if you were driving towards a mountain and you were going to climb it and it's kind of hazy in the distance, that's where I was like four months ago. And now I'm like probably three quarters of the way to climbing it. It feels like, like I, I, I can see the goal. I, it's very clear. It's in crystal like HD definition. And I'm just like really aware of what I'm building and what I'm, what I'm moving towards. Gotcha. Well, yeah, about the Twitter, uh, my porn Twitter has been shadow banned since people, before people even know what the fuck a shadow ban is. I think I have no hope on mine, but is yours still shadow banned? And did you have like a game plan to, to rectify that or, or what's going on with the proof of beats Twitter account right now? I think we're just going to own the fact that we're going to be shadow banned and like OnlyFans like is not shadow banned because they like don't post their sex worker content. We don't believe in that shit. Right. People who like are lifting us up and helping us be a successful business and then not representing them. So we're just going to be a sex worker in the sense that we're going to be shadow banned on Twitter and that's okay. Hey man, sometimes you just got to fucking be shadow banned and everyone listening to this right now know that your likes, your shares, I mean, no one can see proof of peach on Twitter essentially. So you can support them hugely by sharing their content by you know liking and commenting and all of that so please do that for them because you know they're they're keeping it real they're keeping it shadow banned and i don't blame them <laughs> okay so have you guys been in contact with the solana foundation throughout this process and i'm curious has the project been well received and welcomed by them if so um we haven't been in contact with them throughout it we contacted somebody at their foundation towards the end um who I don't know how much of this I can say, so I'm not going to say it, but let's just say their hearts and their minds and their tech are heading in the same direction, which I found interesting. Um, they seem pretty bullish on it. Um, I did. I, I do have connections at Metaplex, which is like closely tied to the Solana Foundation, but separate. And they've been incredibly supportive the entire path, like to the point of like giving me feedback on product designs in the early days, like giving me product decision feedbacks. Like this person has been a personal mentor and is also like very high up at Metaplex. And um, has like provided more than more more resources than I could ever ask for, and has been incredibly supportive of what we're doing here. Very nice. Um, what about like I don't know if if you guys have been reaching out to VC funding. I know that the revenue, or I'm under the impression that the revenue of the project comes from the content sales. There's not. It's a free mint. It's a free unlimited mint. There's no royalties going to that I know of. Um, so it, is the business a hundred percent? reliant on that or are you reaching out to vcs and if you are i'd like to know how easy that process is because i know vcs can be a motherfucker when it comes to porn projects yeah we are planning to do vc funding um or at least attempt to we're not going to start trying to raise until we have a working product like um i think a lot of people make that mistake where they like go pre-product and try to like raise and, and they may give up more than they realize because they're pre-product and i think if we have a working product and working numbers like We'll have a better term sheet with our investors um, for us and for them. Um, I know that we're probably going to be doing profit sharing as our like as our like model for like our employees and our investors versus like sh like equity, um, because the chances of us going public or getting acquired are pretty slim because of the fact that we're an adult content platform. We can recognize that, and we think that profit sharing is the right model for that. Probably, again, 
not a firm decision, something we're leaning more towards than, than like deciding in this moment. Um, and then last but not least, like, yeah, we do, we do take, um, like I said, a 10% of all profit, like of all, of all sales on, on proof of peach. And that is like, that's our way that we like are able to pay our employees and pay like for servers and, and pay like all of these transaction fees that we're covering. Like these are all, these are all the, this is like what this is for. Right. Um, I should be clear that myself as a founder, I have put over 50,000 US dollars into funding this project on my own at this point. It is self-funded. Um, I do not plan to take a salary or like earn any money from any of the profit that comes from creators until we have raised a round. So like any profits that like come into the company will go directly into making sure that the company is like sustainable and, and, and still growing and that our employees are paid before I am paid. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense to me, and I appreciate the transparency there. Thank you. Um, switching gears a little bit, I understand that you have some very talented developers, uh, your front end and your back end. You want to tell us a little bit about your team on, in that respect? Yeah, so um, we have our CTO who's incredibly talented. I think he learned Rust in, like, one week. Like, the dude's insane. Um, just, like, I remember hitting him up, like, about a year ago and being like, yo, I'm looking for somebody to build on Solano with me, and he was like, yeah, give me a couple of days. I'll learn Rust. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, I know Solidity. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. All right. And then he did. He learned Rust and it was fucking fabulous. And I was really impressed with him. Um, and I've been impressed with him. I've worked with him on multiple projects over the past year. Um, we have a, a front-end dev who is a little more junior, but also incredibly talented. Um, like very pixel perfect as a developer, like, which is what you want in a front-end developer, to be honest. And then we have a full stack dev who's fantastic. I worked with them on a project last year and um, brought them into this one as soon as I possibly could. So just like really proud of my development team. Um, adding on to the team, we do have like a couple people in marketing. We have Jocelyn, for example. We have Ape who was up here previously. I don't know where they went, but it's okay. Um, we have Poetry Dude who is our marketing intern. We have Ding who is our new copywriter. So like writing all of our copy, writing all our articles, writing everything there. Um, and then we actually have, um, a, a product designer as well, who has designed everything you see on like our website today and everything you'll see when you get in there on September 1st. And, um, it's just been an incredible joy to work with them. And I'm trying to think if there's anybody I'm forgetting. I don't think so, but I'm going to go open the discord. Cause like the team grew so quickly y'all like that. I don't know. I can't, oh, we also have, um, Olive who is, uh, Olive is like our PM slash executive assistant. She like does both. She's like a badass. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I counted all the names in Discord and I was like, that's it. So it's like really hard for me to keep mental track of everybody working on it because everybody's working on it either part-time or like we have very few full-time employees. And also we like literally grew this team in like the span of like two weeks from like four people to like 10, which I just had to count that. So there we go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, cuz y'all got I've, I've known about this since July cuz you guys you were you uh had plans to launch beginning of August and you pushed it back and yeah, the team was much smaller at the time. So yeah, it has grown a lot. Yeah, so, the whole team is winning over here. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> pretty big. It's pretty crazy. We got it. It's on lock. All right. So, um I was curious, will any aspects of the project be open sourced? Hmm, that is a very good question. Um, it's something we've discussed, um, me and my co-founder, like, briefly. I don't think we've discussed it nearly enough. It's something that I think we've, I ethically believe in open source software. 
Um, that being said, I also know that I don't want somebody to, like fork prove a peach and like build a competitor directly to us, right? So like I think there is certain types of open sourcing. I'm not sure, don't quote me on this, that you can release where you're just like, yeah, you can use this as long as you're not like directly competing with us. Like if you're like creating like um a cooking proof of peach, like that would be fine. But like I don't think creating an adult content proof of peach would be fine. I don't know. The answer is I don't know, and I need to look into it and I need to determine what the sources are and what our resources are. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we're on the same uh, wavelength. Like at the peep show, we, we feel the same way that more things should be open source, but then there's a balance, right? Like you, you don't want everyone just using your shit. Uh, so yeah, that's very cool. Um, you guys, will you be launching on a launch pad and why did you choose uh, to do a free unlimited mint? No launch pad. We are self-minted, self-hosted. Uh, we're doing a free unlimited mint because if Jocelyn wanted to release her mint, right? And she said that there was only like 100 or 200 versions of her NFT. The secondary market would be where people get access to her content. And that's actually like not a sustainable business model for both the business for her and for the fans. Like she has more than 200 fans, right? She, in fact, should have an unlimited number of fans because Jocelyn may be continuing to con create content for years to come or however long she wants to. And Jocelyn should be able to have all of those fans get access to her content. In our mind... The idea of having an unlimited mint means that we have an unlimited cap on how many people have access to the content and thus an unlimited cap on how many people could potentially purchase the exclusive content. So if we say 5 to 10% of your free mint holders are going to buy your exclusive content and you can grow that pool infinitely, that means that 5 to 10% could theoretically increase infinitely. And that seems like a much more sustainable business model to us than, you know, capping your nft supply based on your current audience that makes total sense and now correct me if i'm wrong but you meant a free nft per creator and then and i don't know if we touched this one yet and then that creator's paid content then gets tied if you purchase it it gets tied to that asset that free nft that, that you meant correct. for that that is yeah. correct and i think if you I were thought to transfer that like if you were to transfer that to a different wallet or give it to a friend they would have to verify their age and then they would actually get all the content that you purchase. Okay, cool. They'd have to verify. So you can't, you can't transfer to someone without them age verifying. So that's huge. And then um, if you were to sell it, you can sell these, right? I mean, you'd be able to sell them. Uh, then yeah. the royalties, the, the royalties go to the creator? So the royalties will be split with the creator and us. We'll again take oh. a 10% of the royalties. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Gotcha. And then the creator would get the rest of it, I think is what we're deciding. Um, okay. Again, don't quote me on that. I think we actually have to hammer out that final detail, but I'm pretty positive. It's like majority goes to creator, small percent goes to us. Typical Very for our cool. That being said, like if somebody were to sell this, like I would almost never see a scenario in which somebody could sell this for a profit. And that's really weird for NFTs, right? But the idea is if you can at any time get a free token and at any time unlock all of the content for the exact same cost as somebody else, why would you ever pay for somebody else's token that has the exact same shit for more or equal value? You wouldn't. You'd be like, hey, I've got all of this content for Vicky J here, and you can see that I've purchased like 90% of her content, and out of that content, like, I'm willing to give you a discount so that you can get my grab bag of porn, basically. But there is no instance in which this NFT is like worth more than what you've put into it, which I think is very interesting. Because a lot of NFT projects promise to be like investments or promise to be like, you know, things that you can trade for profits or, or, or flip and whatever. And we actually are believing in more of a 
hold this for access and buy continued access like points underneath this. This is your token. This is your membership pass. This is like the key that unlocks the gates to the porn castle. Don't sell this because this is yours. Like this is your unique key. Gotcha. Right. And you know, I thought too, like on the other side of that coin, like it's not a traditional NFT investment like we're used to, right? But me, I mean, I've been in fucking porn since 2010. I'm not charging the same that I was back then, you know? Like, I've raised my prices more than once. So if you're holding this asset for a long time that has all this content on it, maybe maybe the creator is charging more one day. Maybe, you know, she does something crazy and she becomes a fin dom and, and everything is, like, outrageously expensive. Like, you could po- possibly profit on it in the future, you know? Like, it could, it could be, like, a, a collector's thing like where later down the road it does actually become you know the the value does actually appreciate so it could absolutely be that there's also the aspect of like you touched on something that was really interesting so you said what if it becomes they become a femdom and it becomes really expensive right here's where it's really unique um only fans only allows you to charge a hundred dollars per piece of content at max we have no cap charge whatever you think your fans will pay like seriously like if you think somebody will purchase a piece of content for a thousand dollars fucking charge them Hell yeah. No, you know, that's a that's a good point. I think the only place I remember charging like up to a thousand dollars has been I want clips and I would much rather choose proof of peach over I want clips. So I was curious about the community side. Is is proof of peach gonna have like a traditional NFT community? Like is there gonna be a Discord? Are you gonna mingle customers and creators or how do you see um the community side of proof of peach uh yeah, panning out? A Discord for now is still a no. Um, we don't have one for a reason. We don't think it's like, I don't know, dude. I don't want to join a Discord and be like, yo, dude, what's up? I'm about to jerk off. What are you about to do? Like, I'm just not into that idea. Um, that being said, something that's really cool about our tokens, why, people have asked me, like, why an NFT? Why not just make this so that people can just, like, you know, purchase content associated with their wallet? And here's the answer. With a token list, with a hash list, If a creator was inclined, um, and in the future we do plan to offer tools for this, but if a creator was inclined to check every person who had their token and see how many of them have bought every piece of exclusive content, because that's visible on chain in their metadata, they then could token gate their own Discord and allow all of their top purchasers into that Discord if they wanted to. This is putting the power of communities back into creators' hands and not making you stay hostage to one creator platform, but instead empowering you to do multiple things with your community based on the hash list of who's most engaged. This is very powerful. This is something you're actively like, like thinking about and providing and solving by having it be an NFT list that you can then associate. Okay, if I want to do people who purchase 50% of my content and I want to give them like an airdrop to this like NFT project that I'm like a big fan of, you could do that. If you wanted to give a discount in the future to everybody who holds your favorite NFT project on your on your on your content, like let's say you're a big fan of D gods, and you know anybody who owns a D god in their wallet and also has your membership token could then purchase your content at a discount. Discount that is something you could provide. This is all like the ability for you to take your community and empower them how you wish to. I love it. I love it. Well, before we uh, wrap this up and possibly if we have a few minutes to take some questions from the audience, um, I wanted to lighten the mood a little bit. And I want to ask you, Peach, um, or I'll ask I'll ask anyone who's been in the adult industry up here. We got Vicky. We got Jocelyn. If all of you guys would like to share what is the funniest thing you've ever seen or experienced while in the adult industry. And out before before I let you guys answer, I'll tell you what mine is. 
uh, it was 2019 and it was 4th of July and I had a task list for slaves, right? And one of my slaves, I got him to take one of those, you know, those red, white, and blue bomb pops. I had him uh, stick it up his ass for me. And the squeal that came out of his mouth was the most amazingly funny thing I've ever heard. So that is my story. So you guys take it away. Um, I used to do a routine when I was a stripper that I started on Halloween and then became like a regular thing where I would come out to the Imperial March dubstep. So like a dubstep remix of the Imperial March. I would be wearing thigh high black boots, a black cape of velvet, nothing else, no clothes and a black Darth Vader, Darth Vader mask. And I would blindly, because I knew my routine by muscle memory, go through my entire routine of like climbing the pole, hanging from the two by four that the pole was attached to, swinging around the pole, twerking on stage, and a Darth Vader mask, a cape, and thigh-high black boots. And it was the absolute best. And it was so fucking funny to create this like as a Halloween joke. And then it became such a hit that like, I remember like, a year later being at somewhere and it's like oh yeah like I used to do a Darth Vader routine at this like strip club and then being like you were the Darth Vader you're a legend in my group we would all try to come and see which night you would do the Darth Vader routine and we could never figure out who you were because you wore this like Darth Vader mask the whole time and it was like goals achieved like it was just pretty fucking funny amazing anyone else want to share I'll go um so I'm primarily a live cam model um, and often we go cam to cam with a lot of guys and I had one guy that wanted to show me something and I'm like, all right, baby, show me, what are you going to show me? And he made on black construction paper, the most intricate picture of a rocket ship using cum. And it was amazing. I've never been so impressed in my life. I fucking love that. J- Jocelyn, did you have anything you wanted to share? Um, I have so many, um, um, well, I mean, I have an interesting one. One time I was shooting for kink.com and, uh, in the scene I had to hold a, um, a cannonball that had a rope tied onto it. And it was tied onto someone's neck, and I had to hold it squatting, and I had to hold it for, like, 30 minutes straight as, like, my punishment. And if I dropped it, it would, like, rip her neck off. So, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, It was intense. It was scary. And, uh, yeah, also one time they uh, made me walk around with like knives and forks on plates and then tase me and like cattle prod me and I wasn't allowed to drop anything off the plates like the platters that I was holding it was it's really entertaining honestly like I had a lot of fun being cattle prodded and stuff like that um (laughs) I love that yeah dude oh my gosh all the kinky shit yeah that's great that sounds like a lot of fun actually All right. Well, um, Peach, do you do you want to leave a few minutes for some possible audience questions, or what do you think? Sounds good to me. All right, let's do it. We got and Jose her requested. Let me get you up here if you want to ask anyone else who has any questions. We don't have a huge audience here, but if you guys do want to ask, just request, and we'll we'll get through all you guys. I'm sure. 
I just want to say something, but I can't say. You hear me? What was that? You can hear me because I don't know. Uh, my mic is not working. I don't know if you can hear me. No, it's working. We can hear you. Okay. Uh, just, I just want to know what is string you've done before? A string like uh, like a, a candles, you know, candles melting in your in your butt. Never happened before. Are you? <laughs> Me, I got a bad, I got a worst pain one time. My girlfriend licked my ass while I was fucking her. I was like, <laughs> it was the first time she checked, she checked me. Wow, well, she would give me a brojack and then she started licking my ass. I was like, what the fuck is that about? You know, I was, I was a shock, you know, when she, she did to me. You know, I was, she gave me, I was like, she, she only do the brojack. She not even able to do licking my ass, but she went down there. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't want to do that. I my girlfriend like that. And that was the first time I freaked out, you know. That's amazing, Jose. It sounds like a great experience. I'm glad that you got to experience that. And uh, I hope that uh, you get more wax dripping and ass licking experiences in your life. Does anyone else have any questions for uh, Proof of Peach while we're here? I muted you all. Sorry. Oh, you're okay. Um, I thought that was hilarious, personally. Uh, but this is also not a place to come up and like share your sexual experiences unless you were asked to. Consent is important. Um, I don't think anybody else has any questions unless they do raise your hand right now. Go for it. Um, otherwise, this has been a delight, Catherine. Speaking with somebody who has so much experience in the industry has been really fabulous. Your questions have been in-depth and intelligent, and it's just been really delightful being able to be up here with you. Hey, it has been a delight, and like I said, I was looking forward to this. I'm so glad that we got to make it happen. Um, what is your URL? Where should Where should people find you? Tell them all where to go. Go to proofofpeach.com or twitter.com slash proofofpeach because we're shadow banned. So you got to type it into the URL. Uh, but proofofpeach.com, if you're interested in being a creator, click click the creator button. And if you're interested in being a fan, you can actually sign up for our email newsletter um, where we'll email you, based on your preferences of gender, new creators that are coming onto the site. And so that is, like, if you, if you specify you're into she, he, or they, uh, we will email you for creators that fit your desires. Um, so use it, use an email that's like not your work email, obviously we will be emailing you adult ish content and that is part of it. So, uh, really excited to be, you know, launching September 1st, excited. We already have like 80 people signed up to like get our newsletters and 30 creators have signed up. So like that's over a hundred total people who know about us. My mind is blown. Um, I realize it's like a small number relatively for product. And I hope that one day I look back on this interview and I'm like, oh, I remember when I had like my first hundred people interested and I remember how excited I was because I am fucking pumped. Um, but yeah, the goal is to keep growing that number and keep get, keep getting the good word of proof of peach out there. Let's Hell go. Yeah. Let's go. You're on your way. That that email list is going to grow tremendously. Your model, your creator uh, list is going to grow tremendously. And I'm going to join it, especially if you guys get those audios and PDFs on there. I'm excited. <laughs> well, audio is already on there. Audio will be there on launch. Um, Hell yeah. PDF, PDF TBD. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you, Proof of Peace. Thank you, Jocelyn. Thank you, Vicky J. Thank you. It was eight Brooke that uh, just met her. Uh, thank you to, to them as well. And um, thank you to everyone who was here live and everyone listened to the recording. And we'll see you next time. Have a yeah, good thanks evening. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Peace.
This podcast was intended for entertainment purposes only. Nothing you heard should be considered professional financial advice. I'm very smart, savvy, and hilarious, but I'm not a licensed financial advisor. Crypto is highly volatile and a risky investment avenue, so never trade or invest with more than you can afford to lose, and always do your own research on projects, and or seek licensed professional guidance before making your own investment decisions. I always look into projects and attempt to only share the ones that look the safest to me, but even I get fooled sometimes. Please know that I will not be responsible for any losses you incur. It's like a, like a, a candles, you know, candles melting in your, in your butt. <laughs>